Hey, welcome to Kyle and Cody Radio at the Edge of the Apocalypse. I'm one of your hosts, Cody, and I'm joined by... Yeah, me. I'm, I'm Kyle. Yeah, I'm, glad, I'm glad you said it, because it took a second. I was like, I'm talking about you. There's nobody else here. Yeah, let's talk about... Um, I got something I want to talk about today. So, uh, we, we've been talking about... We usually talk about the sermon is in some yeah. aspect, and, and this week we talked about... Um, I forget what we talked about yesterday. We talked about widening your circle. Oh, that's right. We talked about widening your circle, yeah. which we, we which is pre- previewed. This is, this is not Sunday. Yeah, we previewed in the last episode. So um, what I want to talk about is um, why we we talked about how we've known each other for a long time. But let's talk about why you're actually at Heart of the Lakes, because it actually isn't because of me. I, and I don't think people actually understand that or know that. I think they probably think because I've known you for a long time that like you're at heart. Like, what you mean? Yeah, I, I'm not the I'm not the person. I'm not the people that hired you. No, actually, the elders reached out. Technically, so, I was one of them, yeah. but it wasn't my impetus. No, no. Okay, so I was at I was in Cincinnati at this. I was at a church that I adore and I love those people still at FBC Mason. And uh, it was a smaller church, and um, Bethany and I were there in Cincinnati, and we, we kind of felt, we felt a stirring that God was probably moving us on somewhere else, and, um, and so You'd we- You would grow tired of Freddy's hamburgers. I, Freddy's, yeah, Freddy's, Freddy's- uh, The national custard, chain custard that started in, in yeah, Westchester, Ohio. Yeah, all the it, Cincinnati it stuff. There's a joke behind I'm a, that. Yeah, I know, there's a, yeah, but we'll tell you later, but- uh, <laughs> Basically, we hadn't really grown tired or anything. We just felt like God was moving us somewhere else. And so my wife and I were prayerfully considering. So we, we had interviewed at a couple other churches, uh, uh, um, Medway Church down in, in um, Ohio we interviewed at. We had an interview at 242. Um, we had an interview. So it was kind of like we had already had an interview that was like kind of Michigan way. And... Um, and I jokingly said to Bethany at the time, like, wouldn't it be cool if I got a job in Michigan and like, Kyle and I'd be like in the same state again? And she said, yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Wouldn't it be cool if you got a job at Kyle's church? And then we both looked at each other and laughed. We're like, ah, that's crazy. And I'm like, no, he's already got a youth pastor. Like, they got a good thing going up there. Like, I just want to be close in the same state. That'd be awesome. And we did have a good thing going, but yeah. we were actually in between youth pastors. Yeah. And so we had somebody fill in that role, and they ended up moving on. Yeah. And so we were, this was cool. so, we were then looking for a youth pastor. Yeah. Kind and of so, at the same time. So you, my church at that time, my church and your church both decided that we were going to go to the Orange Conference. So I remember this. It was like, the, it's the end of April, beginning of May. And so you said, hey, the Orange Conference is coming right around the time that we're going to do ovations, which is like a, it's like a volunteer appreciation kind of banquet style thing. And he's like, why don't you come up? And guests speak on a Sunday morning, and then you can you can be the entertainment for ovations. Like you play your parody songs and do all this crazy stuff. And he said people eat it up; they'll love it. Like, why don't you see if that's something you want to do? So I was like, I got got with my pastor at the time, and um, and at that time we still had. So you're you're you're. This the, is months before. This is right? months before this you were looking like, for a yeah, job. This is months before I was looking for a job. We brought this you up for a special before. event because we were doing yeah. something we had done in another yeah. church previously, and and you just happened to have a Sunday free. So. Yeah, and so I came and guest spoke actually, and it yeah. was your what was that? It was your year anniversary there actually. Is the day that I guest spoke yeah. on May second. Yeah. So um so I came up and guest spoke, and then we did ovations. We had a blast. I just, I loved it. I, I thought we had a good time. You people, 
people, obviously your people being our, my people now too, right here, we had an amazing time. They treated me great. And I went home thinking nothing of it. I was like, that was a cool experience. Yep. It was great. To well, that's pretty much what happened again. here. People just kind of went yeah. on with their regular life. But then we ended up looking for a youth pastor. That was in like May, if like two, three months later, we were yeah, looking that was for in a youth May. pastor. Yeah. And, and then um, actually yeah. Ray Van Zant reached out to me. Ray Van Zant reached out to me and asked, um, called me and said like, hey, we are, we're, we're, we're looking for a youth pastor. At this time, my resume was kind of circling around some churches and, um, I had one that I was, I got offered the job, but I didn't, I didn't really, the, the pieces didn't really fit. And Ray said, Hey, you know, we were kind of wondering, we, we think you'd be a good fit for us. Like, would you be willing to come up here? And I'm like, man, a chance to do ministry again with you would be awesome. And so I'm like, yeah, of course. Like that's going to be, that's going to be one of my first calls, you know? And so Ray reached out and then I, I can't, I remember at the time, and well, I so the background behind maybe, that was I think Paul maybe reached the background out behind that was we were we were talking about what we're going to do we we're going to put an ad out looking for a youth pastor yeah. or what up here, and the guys on the governance team at that time uh, were like, well, "What about Cody, that guy that came and, and did that event with you?" And I'm like, "Well, I mean, you guys can reach out to Cody, but I don't want this to be a me thing. I don't want it to be like everybody." I think you knew that if you say, called me and said, "Hey, do you want to come work for me?" Yeah, I would have done manipulative, it. Right, and yeah. like because of our relationship, I would have done it. But like it was good because they reached out, and I was like, "Yes." Like it because I the 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 good part about all of that is, like I felt like it wasn't just you were bringing me here and nobody wanted me here. It was something your elders like the elders at the time. We're on board with too, so I was like, "Yeah, you know what?" And Bethany, because I had I known you were already looking for a job, so yeah. and you already pretty much had a job lined up. Yeah, so I told him that, and I said, "If you guys want to reach out to him, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you guys reach out to him, make it a, make it a you guys thing. This isn't gonna be a Kyle thing where I'm trying to force a hand and get yeah. Cody here because ultimately Cody's looking, and if God works it out, God works it out." But I want to stay removed from that process, and so they did because they were very excited. I mean, and I think people would have known that event we had was was amazing. We had a hundred and some people at the event. It was, it was like fun. a volunteer appreciation. Yeah. You were singing, and we were we were doing skits. It was just it was fun and, and funny, and I think it connected yeah. with people. And then you preached the next Sunday, and people liked it. So that's kind of where that all came from. Their yeah. excitement for that, and they thought, well, it'll be great to have Cody here as our youth pastor and worship leader. So, um, so that's kind of how that all happened. Uh, which I was fine with, excited about, but like it's not, it's not because I'm here. You came. It was because you came up here and it connected and resonated with the people, and they wanted to reach out to you. And it just so happened you ended up taking that job that you had lined up. So well, and and here's and here's we can we can expand on this more if you want, but to me and to my wife too, Bethany, all would agree with this. God has uniquely put us together in ministry in many ways. I think even if we weren't working, even when we weren't working at the same churches, we were still doing ministry together. We were still trying to find ways to utilize being together as a team, as as a, you and I together, doing whether it was you know serious writer or all out sports or anything in between. And so I think that God, you know, we we could talk about like the elders reached out. And it was like, but the truth is, God moved the pieces. I do believe yeah, yeah. to bring me here. And now I've been here five years. You've been here six years. Uh, almost seven. Almost seven. Yeah, almost seven. It'll May be seven this year. It'll be seven years. So, I, I, you know, we can we can talk about how it's you know somebody reached out or whatever, but really God moved the pieces for I think for us to continue to do ministry together. And I, here's why. Here's why I think this, and you can you can disagree with me if you're wrong, 
But our brand of crazy is different. It's unique. I think I, I think people recognize Let's it. Let's just say quickly. I said this yesterday. I was in a meeting with somebody yeah. from church, and we were having a coffee for the first time. Yeah. I've been coming for a while, and I said, I said, we know we're the weird church, and we're okay with that. That should just be our name, Weird Church. Yeah, like I, I would, I would change our name to Weird Church. That's actually, that's actually yeah. sweet. We, we know, and not, not weird in a bad way. We know we're different, and um, we're okay with that. And that's just kind of how, how things are. And so, you know, that's you came up here and, and made us a little more weird. Actually, probably a lot, a lot of bit more. Yeah, weird I, I think you. I tip the scales. Producer Mark is definitely yeah. shaking his head in agreement right yeah, now. Definitely. <laughs> So and yeah. smiling and laughing, he's like, "Yeah, that dude's weird." Um, yes. yeah. Anybody who is at our church who's listening to this is probably thinking the same thing. Like, yeah, yeah, they all know which one of us is the weird one. Yeah, it, what is it was a, if this is Laurel and Hardy. <laughs> You're Laurel and Mark's Hardy. Mark's questioning now. He's like, oh, yeah. "I spent a lot of Kyle, time with Kyle now. Yeah. I might be questioning this." I think we um, definitely rubbed out my Mark. Um, so that's that's yeah. kind of how you came here. I mean, honestly, like it was it was it was great and. I didn't know if you would come. Like, obviously, we t- we talked a lot, even when you're at your last job. You mm-hmm. know, I'm I still continue to do ministry with the people. You were I did never not with. my mentor when yeah. I was there. And like, like, I called you for all sorts of stuff when we were there. Even your brother-in-law, we were really close when I worked with him, and like, I still do ministry with him. And now he, we he actually is, still do ministry with still, him here. Yeah, we people I don't know. We've hired him part time as a as a distant remote admin. We have a remote pastor on staff. Yeah. And um, just for sports ministry, just for sports, I've been and it was working perfectly, and so we're very happy. Uh, Matt, we're still doing ministry with Matt, our friend Matt, and yeah. so like generally, if we've done ministry with Kurt, somebody, I'm still Kurt. Kurt and, is now on our elder board. Who we married we him did off? It. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we married him off to somebody. Yeah, um, and so like we, I tend to continue to do ministry with people that we did ministry with. Like ministry doesn't have to stop because you leave a church or you go somewhere else. I think that's, that's Todd. Like that's right, the, we just visited yeah. Todd. Like our ministries Todd. continue together with the people that we love, who are. I, I think we always talk about this. <laughs> We just talk about forever friends and like there's, there's family forever and then there's forever friends. Right. And so like, if you, you make I, a commitment to somebody to be forever friends, yeah. then that means, that means forever. thick and thin, you're going to be friends. You're going to apologize. You're going to act and behave in a way that continues to maintain friendship and, and in difficulties you're going to work through. And yeah, I've, like that's I've been, in, I've been in friendships where people say that, but it's not, they don't mean what I mean. Right. And I think the reason that you and I are still in relationship is because when we said it, we both meant the same thing. Like a forever friend is somebody who's there forever. Like it, it's not based on condition. It's not based on mess ups. It's not based yeah. on like you figure it out and you work together because that commitment, right? Like, and I, I this is going to sound weird. So, but like outside of a marital commitment, the commitment you make to the people who are closest to you should be, should be close to that level. It should be in sickness and in health. Like those marital vows that you make to people, you should make them to a degree to your friends as well, that you're going to stick it out with them no matter what. Now, when you evaluate friendships, if you're, if you're on different pages, right? In a marriage, it works because you're both making the same vow, right? And when you commit to the same vow, that makes sense. But in a friendship like that, when you're making a commitment, you're both making a commitment. It's not just one yeah, person I mean, or the other. The Bible says, like, yes, be yes, you know, be no. When you make a vow, stand by it. And so if you make a vow to someone to be a friend, be their friend. And and if you make someone a vow to be a mentor, be a mentor. And if you want to do life together, do life together. That's that. And so that's why essentially you're here is, is really, we just did a sermon. We didn't have time to, to, to say all that. 
we talked about spiritual family expanding your influence and widening your circle and ultimately talked about how, how we consider you uh, our family bush. You're not in our family tree because you're not in my biological family, but you're in my spiritual family, my circle of influence, and it's important to um, – to, to do life together. And there's a lot of people who are spiritual bushes around the tree, our, our family tree, who we have life, that we live life with, we impact, and, and they impact us and others. And so um, if you missed that sermon, go back and listen to it because I think it's important. We actually did it together. And uh, it's important to know, uh, follow, and love Jesus with a group of people that walk through life together with you. And sometimes that's in in working together and doing ministry together in church. Sometimes that's just living life together, being in a life group, a, a small group, a Bible study. But do life together with others. It's important. It's necessary, and, it's, and it honors God in the kingdom. I, I think when we talk about, you, I love this phrase that you keep saying on these Sundays, especially as we've done family, is like, are you invested or are you involved? I think there's such a humongous difference. In fact, I talked I talked with one uh, Rob Freeman about this. Like, there's a big difference between people who are involved and invested. Involved is occasional, right? Like, if you're involved in somebody's life, you're involved in somebody's life. If I'm involved in your, if I'm involved in your kids' lives, I go to their, I like, I come over, I say hi to them, I'm kind to them. You know, every once in a while when we're hanging out, I talk to them, make a point to talk to them. If I'm invested. It's way different. Like I'm going to I'm going to basketball games. I'm going to volleyball tournaments. I'm going to like I'm going to orchestra like recitals. You're throwing a ball with them in the yard. You're, yes, yeah, like yeah. like that's investment. That's like that's investment, now. right? Yeah. And like so for me, it's like when we talk through our people and we talk through what what is it that we want Huddle to get in 2023? What is it that we want people to drive home? It's like listen, you have an opportunity to get off the bench and get in the game. But that that requires more than what you're willing to give right now. Yeah. And so uh, make sure you go back and listen to that sermon um, from the, it's kind of what is family, the spiritual family sermon uh, on uh, January, what we did, 30th, 29th, 29th. Yes. And so check that out. And uh, we'll be more on the um, Kyle and Cody radio at the Edge of the Apocalypse soon. So Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Thanks for thanks for hiring me, by the way. Yeah, well, you can thank you can thank those guys. So, yeah, I mean, I, I I also voted yes. But. Yeah, would you vote the same now? Oh man, there's been days. <laughs>